and zip lock that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Trap Draw, and welcome back to TC and I. It has been a hot minute. My name is Randy. TC, good morning, sir. Uh, It's good to be back with you chopping it up. Always, Randy. Always. I think, uh, first and foremost, we need to thank Mr. Jeezy, right? Yes, yes. We've we've been called out quite a bit for that, Uh, so muchas gracias, Mr. Jeezy. yeah, a lot going on, lots to catch up on. We've got so many voicemails in there. We're, we're going to need to dedicate an entire episode to voicemails. I know. And I think we said that last time, and it's just too overwhelming. But uh, we just need a little room here to be able to sort through them. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pouring in hot and heavy. Uh, you know, some of them, I'm disappointed, some of them are, are golf-related, which is, which is really a bummer. Yeah, we don't need that. But yeah. uh, speaking of golf, uh, we do want to thank our sponsor, this week we do we do yes thank you great segue precision pro our friends at precision pro tc breaking news this is hot off the press we have new no laying up rangefinder designs we do and a premium carrying case available now on precisionprogolf.com slash nlu that's precisionprogolf.com slash nlu check out the new nx10 so we've been using the NX10 for almost a year now, and this rangefinder has been everything we needed and more. It locks onto the target super quick. It has a bunch of additional features like slope switch, HD optics, magnetic cart mount. It, it really is truly the rangefinder, uh, the only one you'll need, and it is our go-to choice. And you won't find better customer care package in golf. They offer free battery replacements uh, they have industry-leading customer service. They have a 90-day money-back guarantee. There is a reason Precision Pro has been our trusted partner now for years. So don't wait. Go to precisionprogolf.com slash NLU. They have great deals there. You can check out the new No Laying Up theme skins to put on the NX10. Uh, we have a premium carrying case that the NX10 fits in. It's a wonderful way to support us, to support Precision Pro. TC, they just sent me a shipment, and they all look good. Although I've been rocking a Shrink the Game skin lately. I'm I might call have you to Mr. switch skin. out to one of the new. Yeah, I might have to switch out to one of the new ones uh, just to change it I up. I just got so. the Duo Smart Speaker, too, which you know got all sorts of interchangeable grill designs and all that. I know we've got a custom NLU one coming as well. So good stuff happening good. on the Precision Pro side. Amen. Amen. Um, all right, well, let's dive into it. TC, uh, we got so much to talk about, bust. but let's start here. Any any mea culpas, anything we have to apologize for? I don't have any just because I don't think we've been on together, you know? Um, I know. Anything from your end? Well, this one's tough, but I feel like in light of what's going on in Cincinnati with my beloved Reds, I might owe... The front office an apology. It, it looks like you know I, I doubted them all of last year. I called for the firing of, of Nick Crawl, the general manager, and here they are with a young, exciting team. They've won eleven in a row. They're in first place in the NL Central. 
are they geniuses? Are they lucky? I don't know, but I feel like I do owe them an apology. Listen, so I, I'm not going to apologize to Phil Castellini, who's a buffoon, but I will apologize to Nick Kroll, the general manager. They, they've even got Solly back in the game. They've got me following the Reds now with this Ellie De La Cruz character who's just yep. taking the league by storm. Um, kind of reminds me of, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a huge tilt this weekend with uh, not your Braves, but your son Freddie's Braves. Yeah, it's my Reds, Freddie's Braves. So, yeah, a true house divided yeah. down there for you guys. Which you know what? I want to shout something out on the Braves front. You know, I'm I'm not a big baseball guy anymore, but the the Braves on TBS uh, Twitter account. Have you seen that at all? No, huh? It, it's basically just this Twitter account that that tweets out a video every day of a, like an old school Braves, basically like a nineties Braves game on TBS. So yeah, like, sure. you know, earlier this week they were doing all sorts of Braves versus Expos games, like from that date. Gotcha. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It takes me back to my childhood, <laughs> Pete Van Weeren, Don Sutton, uh, you know, Marquise Grissom, things of that nature. It's, <laughs> you know, Smoltz pounding the zone. It's, Oh God! Amazing. Yeah. So, All right, I gotta check that out. I gotta check that out. Uh, one bit of housekeeping. Like, I hesitate to call him a buddy, but our our acquaintance THG has expressed mm. interest in coming back on the trap draw, and uh, I just wanted to pose it to the folks. You know, let us know on socials. Let us know via the voicemail line uh, how you feel about THG potentially coming back on the trap draw. THG for those. I don't know how you can not be aware he's he's he just is he's the worst. He's the absolute worst. You know, he came on before the World Cup. He slandered Tim Reams, good name. Um he's never apologized for it even though Tim Ream has been in his ass ever, ever since then really. And now THC's begging us to come back on. So, I think you're exactly right. We'll leave this one up to the people. What is THC going to talk about, you might be asking? That's a great question. Um, but what is THG ever talking about? We never know. But if if the people want it and the people will it, then we will make it happen. Yeah, THG's very uh, – he, he, he definitely leans left on the political side of the spectrum, but he tracks right-wing conspiracies. It's like his favorite thing. He just – he loves it. So he, he wants to come on and talk all sorts of right-wing conspiracy theories, uh, which, you know, again, I don't know if we need to give him that platform. No, exactly, exactly. Uh, but we will leave it up to you guys, the people. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, however you'd like. Don't bombard the, the listener line because we have too many <laughs> voicemails already to, yeah, go, that's true. to go through. Um, let's see here. We'll... We've got some recent travels and observations. Before we get there, got a couple of RIPs to get through. Uh, mm. The Unabomber died. Is in a, is this? Are we going to say these RIPs in the order of importance? Do you think, or is this no particular order? Yeah, I don't think it's. I, I think it's no particular order. Probably in order of, of chronology, right? Okay. Uh, got, you know, people are are dropping off like flies out at ADX Florence, the Supermax prison out by you, your neighbors. Mm-hmm. They're in Colorado. Uh, you know, first that spy uh, passed away, and then the Unabomber. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the Unabomber. He, he, 
you're a big Unabomber guy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I you know I like manifestos. I like stuff like that. I don't think he was particularly effective at like bombs and killing people. No, um, you know for for how much work went into said bomb making, he really didn't didn't do a great job at that. Thankfully, you know I'm Thankfully. not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big Unabomber guy as far as killing people and all that. I just I think it's pretty fascinating. Ted Kaczynski, pretty fascinating uh, backstory and. You know, as, as as somebody who who deals in the currency of takes, though, I think there's a there's a exactly. respect there. The guy had takes. Exactly. Yeah, he, he had takes, and and he was he was willing to stick his neck out for said takes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then your boy Silvio Berlusconi. Yeah. Died. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Condolences. This, this was. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that, Silvio. You know what can you say about Silvio that hasn't been said already? You know. I got nothing more for you there, TC. Uh, anybody else? Uh, not really. I don't know. I mean, no, we no, wanna, no offense to anybody else that, that, that has passed say, away, but you know, yeah, it's. I mean, not really funny, but it sounds like the oxygen supply on the on the submarine. We'll, we'll get to the sub. We'll get to the sub. Okay. Uh, I don't want right. to prematurely RIP them. You know. Um, okay. We got uh, Neil's Ivy League corner is back this week after after. You know, kind of a couple month hiatus here. Do you see this? The uh, Harvard Medical School morgue manager is accused of stealing and selling human remains. I did see that. <laughs> Hate to see that from you know one of America's leading uh, institutions of higher learning. Yeah, a federal grand jury indicted Cedric Lodge of Goffstown, New Hampshire, who managed the morgue for the anatomical gifts program at Harvard Medical School with conspiracy and interstate traffic, or sorry, conspiracy and interstate transport of stolen goods charges for allegedly transporting and selling the human remains across multiple states from 2018 to 2022. Just all sorts of body parts, which uh, that's tough. I want to know who was, who was buying these, uh, you know, uh, actually, Jeremy Polly of Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, was charged for for purchasing said human remains. So uh, that's tough, you know, brains, skin, bones, hands, all sorts of stuff. People are weird, TC. People are weird. I'm I'm thinking of like who? I don't know. Have you ever had the urge to buy like a human head or a human brain? I I really honestly can say i have never had that urge i have not i have not i can i can confidently say um but yeah at some point we'll need neil to address that maybe on their next booth thing you know i know those ivy league types stick together i was gonna say maybe where the morgue you know this morgue director went wrong is he should have brought in mckinsey to consult on how best to you know run this yeah illicit bootlegging operation or larry summers or larry (laughs) summers guy lars yeah, he could have broken down the economics for him. Yeah. Um, I got a couple observations from some recent travels. <laughs> Here we go. All right. First things first, I want to I want to shout out the moving sidewalks at SFO. That I, I'm not a big fan of SFO in general. I think it's it's a pretty mediocre airport, generally speaking. Um, the, you know, just kind of mirrors what's going on in san francisco at large but the moving sidewalks they have the bounciest moving sidewalks on the planet like to where it, it it's like there's there's like six inches of spring in these things 
And it makes me happy every time. And Neil's, Neil's corroborated this. He said, that's a great take, TC. Uh, have you ever been on the moving sidewalks at uh, SFO? Well, I must have. You know, we flew out of F- SFO together last month coming home from the International Crown event. And I, I must have experienced them. But they did not leave the same impact on me that they did for you. And so now I'm fascinated. Got to get back there. Maybe lack of impact, though, because they're so bouncy. Like- Maybe it was so comfortable. Yeah, exactly. I just wasn't even, I was in a state of bliss. Couldn't even remember. Um, Next thing I want to shout out, I had this sparkling tea uh, from the Copenhagen Sparkling Tea Company. It's tough to get in the States right now. but I was going to say, where did you have this? I had this at uh, Rue St. Mark here in Jacksonville. Favorite restaurant here in Jacksonville. Yeah, Uh, wonderful restaurant. They had it as one of the, the flighted, wines on a tasting menu and uh it's it's exceptional it's slightly alcoholic um just like nothing i've ever had before so i'm picturing something like a like a green tea or like a a a regular like iced tea taste was it anything like that or was was it flavor much more like light and I, i i honestly i can't i can't even categorize it it was so you know, oh. it was it was like if you combine that and a sparkling wine and like a peach beer. I don't know. It was just just it was wild, Randy. It was wild. Okay, so I'll have to be on the be lookout. On the lookout. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple. I, I I wouldn't, you know, not like premium premium drink places around me, but I might pop my head in and just see if anybody's heard of it. Yeah. Um, and I guess they're just hoovering it up down in Miami and and in uh, new york so it's tough to get it anywhere else <laughs> but uh, is it is it going to be somewhere like you know the, the it's going to be like the drink of the hot girl summer oh, i bet it's gonna well, I, I i think we're so early in this that it could be like you know hot girl fall oh okay you know well, hot girl not, maybe we don't maybe we don't let the hot girls appropriate it maybe yeah. maybe it's a, a the drink of golf media summer it'd be a great golf drink kind of like my sake that i've been drinking on the course you know (laughs) i didn't realize you were drinking sake on the course (laughs) oh yeah party doctor and i it's our it's our calling card these days warm sake or hot sake no cold 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 sake sake. okay okay yeah all right um yeah he's he's got all sorts of sake connects it's great so it's it's so refreshing too uh i'm taking freddie to uh uh dude perfect tonight oh my god what a show my nephew's been a couple times uh have have you been have you and freddie been before never been hashtag chad you know rolling out yeah. the red carpet for us so are you gonna do the meet and greet before the show we're doing the meet and greet after the show i guess or after yeah okay yeah so right. yeah we're going up to uh savannah for it nice so nice well my nephew's have loved it. I think you're in for a great night. It's one of those things, even my brother-in-law, Eric, like, I think he enjoys it. You know, I, I think you'll have a good time. I'm excited. I'm excited to see like what the show is, you know? Yeah. Ask the dudes about their headquarters. Get a, get a headquarter update from the dudes. I will. I will. Tax breaks, things of that nature. Yeah, exactly. Um, for also Freddie lost his first tooth. Huge. Uh, and we had a ton of people reaching out with, with, you know, consulting advice on what to do with the tooth fairy. Right. Uh, we settled on $2 bills, which I know is a I, favorite of yours, just generally speaking. Yeah, my mom. 
specifically. <laughs> Always sending me two dollar bills. I love them. <laughs> Can't get enough of them. Uh, so yeah, so Alex put put a two dollar bill under his uh, thing. We wanted to start it out like people said, hey, you know, five dollars is the going rate. I was like, we're not doing five dollars for no. No. For that. You know, maybe we'll give him two $2 bills for a molar or something like that, you know? I mean, had you told me you were going to drop a 10 spot under there, this podcast would have been over. I, we, we have to fight tooth fairy inflation. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, what else we got going on? Uh, How's your guy, the juice, doing? The juice has been a little quiet lately. On I tried to get him to chime in on, like, you know, the Open at LACC uh all that uh a, a listener reached out with a, a dm taking a picture of the juice the juice was up in first class on a united flight to las vegas hmm. that uh he was on um and then but yeah and then i guess the juice had cancer a few years back which he dropped in one of his his twitter videos which is that kind of took me by surprise yeah so well, we're we're sending thoughts the juice's way. Uh, Randy, I watched the menu on a flight. Okay, what'd you think? I really, really liked. It. I loved it. It was great. Okay, although the okay. flight ended like twenty minutes before it was over, and I haven't oh. watched the last twenty minutes. Oh my yet. god, TC! So it kind of left me hanging. It was so. Yeah. Granted, it was an American flight. It was the only I I flew American direct to and from Dallas. Uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, to and from the Colonial. And uh, yeah, that's the, uh, it was it was a weak moment for me. I was desperate for a direct. I didn't want to connect. Uh, the flight went off without a hitch. Um, you know, so I, I, listen, got to praise progress. Credit where credit is due. Uh, yeah. American pooped in the potty. <laughs> I, uh, speaking about American and direct flights i a few weeks back was going from austin texas to philadelphia and there was a direct american flight that i very intentionally did not sign up for and instead i took a delta flight through atlanta and you know what i had a great time did you go to the sky club in atlanta yeah of course i got to go to the sky Club. which one b concourse kind of the b22 there that's that's yeah that's the flagship baby I know, I know. Big stuff going on there. But it was good. I hadn't flown Delta in a while. It was just good to be back with it with my hitters. Are you are you totally bifurcated right now? Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, you know, my activity I probably fly ninety percent United. But I got I have great Delta status because of a credit card. Um and it's just, you know, I was on one of their new A three twenties with the with the free right or I thought it was an A320. The 220s are the new ones. Three tw- okay. Yeah. It could be a new 320, but yeah. But it was kitted out with the Wi-Fi. Yeah. They also had, I couldn't get it to work, which is a little bit of a bummer. Or was this on a United? Have you been on the planes now where you can attempt to connect like Bluetooth headset? That's a United the thing. Behind yeah. the seat. That's the new That's- United IFE. Yeah. Yeah. That's a game changer. Now, granted, I couldn't get mine to connect. <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate what they're trying to do there. Yeah. Um, I've been on a lot of old United planes lately, some of which are through Denver. Denver and yeah. Dulles for me lately. It's been tough. Um, but Denver's yeah. a crapshoot. 
you, you know, you, you just don't know what you're going to get. I was on a flight through Denver on my way from, uh, I flew Portland, or uh, I flew uh, Provincetown, Massachusetts on Cape Air to Logan, Logan to Denver, Denver to LAX. And we got, and the plane I was going on from Denver to LAX got a flat tire. So they, they had to change the tire. They jacked the, they jacked it up and everything. It was wild. Huh. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, Denver airport, man, it's, it's, you know, they're getting there a little bit. Flew into one of those there. new gates. I've been impressed with the baggage system has been good lately. Been getting the bags out pretty, pretty quickly. No complaints about the Denver airport right now. You know, they're still working. It's still a mess in areas, but I feel like things are pretty efficient right now. The, um, the uh, Provincetown or the uh, Providence airport, I want to shout that place out. Hadn't flown through there in a couple of years. It's just like, that's a really good, like small, like kind of regional airport. Really, really enjoy yeah. that one. So, second time going back to Austin. TC, as far as airports go, Austin quickly climbing my list of favorite airports from the the food selection, a wonderful bookstore, the Delta, the, the Sky Club at Austin is just unbelievable. It's like up on the second level, there's an outdoor area, really, really good airport there. It's kind of outgrown and quaint in a, in a respectable way. Yeah. Which I worry about because as Austin keeps growing, they're going to have to figure out yeah. just the amount of traffic going through there. But right now, still, it's it's okay. Speaking of airports, I want to get your take on this this clip from a, a Big Mayor Pete. I know you're a Big Mayor Pete guy. Big Mayor Pete feature in Wired magazine. I'll just I'll just read you a little bit of it here. As okay. as Secretary Buttigieg. Uh, and I walked in his under-furnished corner office one afternoon in early spring. I slowly became aware that his cabinet job requires only a modest portion of his cognitive powers. Other mental facilities, no kidding, are apportioned to the Iliad, Puritan his- historiography, and Nausgaard's spring, though not in the original Norwegian. Fortunately, he was willing to devote yet another apse in his cathedral mind to making his ideas no, about no. three mighty themes, no. neoliberalism, no. masculinity, and Christianity intelligible to me. No, 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 TC. No, absolutely not. Um, it's horrible. I, I mean, that's horrible. I, I don't know what kind of writer would construct that with a straight face. Even if you believed all of that stuff, even if all that stuff is true, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know what it reminds me of is when Brandel was uh, on Twitter a few years back, like posing with the books that he was reading. <laughs> and it was like Dante's Inferno and God knows what else. Just, no, get get the fuck out of here with all of that, man. Like maybe That's before horrible. you do all that, and do your freaking job. Maybe Pete. fix like, like these, yeah. you know the the uh, you know all the issues going on with all these runway incursions. Or right, I'm not sure if you saw that tweet of the uh, the audio of the pilot that was just just livid about having two go arounds in a row at uh, SFO. 
oh, it's not good. I, I want my I, I want my public officials to be just doggedly hard workers. I, I want them to be action oriented. I don't need them to possess cathedral minds <laughs> and to be thinking about the Iliad and masculinity that uh, it's horrible man if you want to do that stuff go you know go be a professor honestly that sounds cool if you're a professor but if you're going to be in charge of shit you got to do shit pisses me off tc (laughs) pisses me off i don't know why you had to go there got some notes about drunk flight attendants on american airlines (laughs) jordan Cornette, the uh, college basketball commentator uh, a Moeller guy, a yeah. Cincy guy, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Moeller guy or Saint X? You're right, Saint I, I X. Saint I apologize X. to the Bombers and the Crusaders. You're exactly yeah. right, Saint X. Uh, let's see what else. Neil refuses to give Newark Airport any positive marks uh, regarding their their great renovation of one of the terminals. Um, LGA continues to garner rave reviews. Maybe we should put the people in charge of these these. New York area renovations. Maybe we should put them in charge of the FAA. I know. I they crushed it. So, the LaGuardia uh, terminal is out of this world. Truly, uh, one of the one of the most impressive terminals I've ever seen. Best airlines ranking came out for 2023 from the points guy. Delta continues to buck, but United and American both both made significant progress versus Delta. United is is. Uh, is firmly, you know, right behind him as far as the big three, but uh, you know, Delta's Delta's slipping a little bit. Also, there's a big thing going on. The Delta tax is real. Like they're so much more expensive. Is. Just you just pay more for their. Just flights. pay more. Yeah, like they yeah. they can command a premium, which like good on them, but you know you, that puts more pressure on them. They better deliver, right? Yeah. What else? I, I, I did see a Delta pilot got arrested for boozing uh, before a flight from Edinburgh to, to New York. Hated that. Hate that. Uh, okay. The Paris Air Show was this week. Uh, Indigo Airlines and Indian Airlines booking huge orders. Boeing released a new wing idea. We can, you know, you can, people can follow that on their own time. Last thing I had on this was, uh, did you see this? This is from the uh, Daily Loud. I feel like Daily Loud's been been doing some really good journalism lately. I just want to shout them out. Um, the, there's some United employees that are reportedly making ten thousand dollars a week by stealing weed from people's <laughs> luggage, according to federal agents. Yeah, I need more details. Where, where, where are they doing this? Unfortunately, I there was no article or anything. Daily Loud just mm. just tweeted that headline and did not link to anything i think it's at newark though interesting yeah so presumably people from states or states where it's not legal but presumably people traveling with weed they see it they pick it out and then they're selling it on the street i assume so um you know i don't know how they're finding it a lot of hustle yeah Right. right yeah but it's interesting um Let's get to some things we're monitoring. I don't think okay. we've I don't think we've we've talked about this. Uh, Patrick Mahomes finally broke his silence on the the Jackson Mahomes arrest, and he said, "quote It's a personal thing." 
which I would argue, like Patrick, it's it's not when he's like not anymore. All up in the Super Bowl celebration and in your box and on the Chiefs sideline during games and all that, like. And he's a danger menace to society. Yeah, like get your house in order. Like, how has Patrick not not paid him? Like, hey, here's five million dollars. Don't ever come to Kansas City again. It would seem like. If we haven't gotten there yet, we we have to be there now. It's and you know what, TC be, beyond Jackson, we we've heard some troubling things about his wife Brittany as well. Oh, yeah. Which allegedly there's some sort of falling out going on there. She was posting all sorts of nebulous things on on uh, Insta, you know, which could could signal a split there, a schism within the Mahomes family. Uh, say judge you by the company you keep and if it's jackson yeah. and, and Brittany, i i don't know what that says about patrick uh speaking of the company you keep these orcas oh my god they're keeping some bad company it seems like the bad ones are are, are, are teaming up the baddies uh you know all sorts of all sorts of different reports of orcas flipping over boats and just doing all sorts of hood rat stuff together you know, off the coast of Spain and Portugal. I saw something yesterday in the Northern Atlantic. Um, yeah, they're they're really like this is this is concerning. Are they sentient? Yeah, hell yeah, they are. They're smart as hell. I I I think we must consider this premeditated. Uh, it's fascinating to me in in hundred percent sincerity. If if they are coordinating and going after boats, what I mean, think about all the ramifications that that could have just for like life and what we know about other species. Yeah, they attacked a yacht um, two days ago near Scotland. And I read a I, everybody I've talked to is Team Orca, and I read a headline saying, you know, you really shouldn't be saying you're with the whales on this, but I haven't, I haven't seen any compelling argument or evidence for why i shouldn't be rooting for these orcas maybe, maybe they're trying to get blackstone group to sell SeaWorld. <laughs> right we've kept them in captivity for how long we've we've hunted them for how long i mean what goes around comes around is what i say uh speaking of the sea i think we gotta we gotta get to it uh th- the submarine oceans gate the submersible would, yeah. Would you have any interest, hypothetically speaking, and I guess it's you, we're a little um, biased now given the news, but would you ever have any interest in going however many miles under the sea to catch a glimpse of the Titanic? Uh, I would not. I, and I guess they were looking through like a camera and like a tiny little porthole. Yeah. And the yeah. porthole wasn't rated for like you know, past 1,500 meters or something, <laughs> which they're going it's twice crazy. as deep as that. Yeah, it's crazy because people have been sharing the six, 60 Minutes did a segment on him. On on They sent somebody on a mission like this, and I remember watching that 60 Minutes and thinking at the time, like, oh, my God, that looks absolutely awful. You're, you're in this capsule the size of what they say, like a minivan, with four or five other people, no way out. Yeah. No, it just is all the nightmare fuel in the world. I can't I, imagine loving and wanting to see a shipwreck that much to to 
get in there and do it. And the correspondent that sixty minutes sent, I can't imagine doing that like as a as a journalistic piece. That it's incredible to me. I would much rather go to space. Yes, I would too. I right. would too. Yeah. Um, this this Hamish Harding guy that that is down is down there. Very, you know, sounds like something out of a Clive Cussler novel. He's just like his rich explorer type. Is he the one with the stepson who's kind of wilding out right now? Yeah. Who, who, yeah, he said, asked for an OnlyFans model to sit on his face or something. Yeah, was that like a Blink-182 show the other night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so weird, TC. It's so weird. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. There was all sorts of warnings, all that, you know, people on Twitter getting getting some some quips off, a lot of memes, a lot of... Listen, it's sad, because like I said, I think they're saying, like, the oxygen levels would now be depleted. They haven't found it. Like, it, it is not good. Now, whether it sounds like the It sounds like the sounds were not coming, actually coming from that. Uh, I heard in the... It sounds like it just exploded, hmm. like, a couple days ago. And Honestly, if it were me... I'd much or, rather or have somebody that. I know. Yes, I would be like, let's make this as quick and painless as possible. Yeah. Um, moving on, our guy Lil Kimmy, we're getting reports out of <laughs> North Korea that uh, he's not so little anymore. Not so little Kimmy. <laughs> uh, this is from the New York Post. Uh, he's now a 308-pound insomniac in a vicious cycle of smoking <laughs> and boozing. This is according to. To spies. I don't know what the new news is here. Hasn't this been his get down for a while? I thought he lost a bunch of weight a couple mm. of years ago. But yeah, he's 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 gained it all back. Um, Who's next know. after little Kimmy? Because I just can't imagine he's in for the long his haul. His sister, right? That's what I, I'm hoping. Bad bitch. Yeah, I'm hoping for the sister. <laughs> she might be a real one. Much, much I, more real than him. That's true. Maybe be careful what we wish for. But yeah, I guess he loves like Marlboro Reds and, you know. Of course, like Hennessy, I think. Yeah. Little Kimmy's great. Cognac, yeah. Doesn't he just like like expensive <laughs> liquor? Uh, Do you see the $6.2 billion accounting error from the DOD? I just saw the headline you passed <laughs> the along. Ukraine stuff? Yeah. You missed this Crazy. yesterday or two days ago? Well, no, I just saw the headline. Uh, I, I don't know anything about the story. Yeah, I guess they just like sent an extra six point two billion dollars to Ukraine. They just <laughs> overpaid them. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it was like straight up in in arms and missiles or in like just cash. But yeah, mm. uh, your girl Lauren Bobert. I saw she's getting divorced. She is anything to you, add well, there? No. Did you see? Uh, apparently, her and your girl Marjorie Taylor Greene got onto it on the House floor yesterday. Really? I think MTG called her "quote a little bitch." <laughs> we got some infighting, TC. We got some infighting. Oh. I guess. I guess MTG was uh, was upset. They're both trying to bring articles of impeachment against Joe Biden, and Sleepy I think Joe. I think MTG felt that uh, Lauren copied hers. Huh. Big stuff there. Big stuff. Cody's been sending us all sorts of stuff just about cars catching on fire in in Texas, in the Plex. Yeah, apparently they just have more car fires than like <laughs> anywhere else in the world. 
You'll just see him like <laughs> off on the side of the highway. And this was before summer even started. So it's not like, you know, like I know it's hot as shit there this week, but you know, this is not like related to temperatures above 90 degrees. He said, it's just, you know, I thought there were a lot here in Florida, but he says it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's out of control there in Texas. So hmm. just something to keep an eye on. People um, need to be getting their oil changed. Yeah. Um, shout, shout out to Urban. Brett Favre continues to just get dragged. At the risk of us getting sued, I don't think we need to go any farther. Bad guy. Bad guy. Uh, Daddy D's wife's been getting a lot of, uh, a lot of run lately. Yeah, what can you tell me? What are, what are, you, what are you hearing? She sounds, like a, um, she sounds like kind of an evil mastermind. Yeah, very kind of working, working behind the scenes, working the shadows a little bit. You know, she's she's pretty. Uh, she's a she's a survivor. Um, she's got takes. She's got takes. She's got takes. Yeah, she's yeah. Daddy D's been making the rounds since his uh, you know presidential announcement. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 fascinating because I think she's. She's out there. She's been labeled by Politico as, as his greatest asset and his greatest liability. So we'll we'll see what happens. Where are you at on the presidential nomination? Well, for I the just Republican want to point Party? out from from that Politico article, there was a quote that uh, people call that they referred to Ron and Casey as his wife. They referred to them as the DeSanti, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. Uh, where am I on the presidential election? Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. I feel like if this country puts up however old he is, Joe Biden against a indicted, maybe on the way to prison, Donald Trump, like, you know, maybe we just shut it all down and start over. Maybe that's the best course of action. I just cannot believe we, we cannot get to that point. Right, TC? That, that can't happen. I saw Stephen A. Smith was endorsing uh, Chris Christie. <laughs> it's incredible. I know Chris is back. Chris, Chris is back. He's going after Ron Ron, or uh, not Ron Ron. He's going after DT, trying to separate himself. It seems like you got two You got two camps here right now, TC. You got the people that are like, I'm going to pardon Trump on day one. You know, they're doing him dirty. They're, they're, they're just going after the Trump base. And then you got people like Christie who are going to try to be tough and, and kind of take the other tack. I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. What's the sense of Florida? I feel like Florida is the most fascinating place because I, you would think Ron Ron pretty popular there, but it's also a very popular Trump area. I, I just hope we get a big blowout between Daddy D and DT. Yeah. I mean, Florida's tough too, right? Because you got, it's like, depending upon what area you're in, I mean, even where we are out at the beach versus, you know, like like our new mayor, Donna Deegan, she's a Democrat. She's also married to the the weatherman Tim Deegan. She used to be married to the sportscaster. In town. I, I was dis- we need Lou Turner to get up in that administration. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Times Union guys went on went on strike a couple last week, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Lou's Lou's beaten down by the weather lately. Thunderstorms every day, like not like every day for the last like twenty days. Lou's just he's weary. If you can believe it, Denver has been so rainy, TC, the last couple huh. of months. El Nino, baby. Huge storms last night. It it hailed like five different times. I saw the videos night. from Red Rocks. Did you see those? Yeah. yeah, there was a concert going on. That was sick. The, the flooding and, yeah, it's crazy. Hail? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, there's so many, I don't know, like I'm sure if you went down to Broward County or if you went over to the West coast, like there's Florida's like, you know, everybody thinks of Florida as this like homogenous, you know, cesspool and it's not, it's, it's pretty fragmented as far as, you know, politically, economically, all those things. So, um, and then, yeah. And then you throw like RFK Jr. into the mix. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's takes like kind of break my brain. Like, you know, and like, I agree with him on some things and I disagree vehemently on other things, but you know. RFK Jr. I think uh, Cornell West is running as a Green Party presidential candidate. Um, yeah, the, the, I mean, the Democratic primary is going to be just as fascinating for sure. Yeah. I feel like I, Newsom is angling for a run, your boy, out, out in California. I wish uh, Bob Myers, the uh, Golden State Warriors, recently departed GM, would 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 run for president like somebody that's just highly highly competent at something don't you think we've gotten to the point though where it's like anybody anybody that would be good enough for president would never run because of yeah. like you got to be f- psycho you, like, you really have to be a sociopath i feel like yeah your your girl um nikki haley tossing her her hat in the ring i don't know i don't want to you know like i'm so apolitical like all this shit, just it's like entertainment at this point for me because it's. And we'll have we'll have more than enough time to break yeah. down to break down the field. I saw some 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 more Gates Epstein stuff came out, which I hate for you. I know you're a big Gates guy. Yeah, thank Gates, you. Gates Gates had an affair with a uh, a Russian bridge player allegedly back Sounds in like 2010. A, tr- a, a true honeypot situation. <laughs> they, they ran the honeypot playbook. And old Bill just fell hook, line, and sinker for it. And then, you know, Epstein found out and just had him by the balls. So, you know, Uh hate that. Hate that. Um, What else? Uh, Fetty Wap was sentenced to six years in the pen. Which I hate that. I hate that. You know, all sorts of stinks. Drug dealing. Um, we'll, We'll get to some of the YSL stuff here in a sec. Uh, great, great read on um, kind of Russian oil and how they're how they're transporting it around the world in the uh, in the New York Times. Um, it's called "Fake Signals and American Insurance: How a Dark Fleet Moves Russian Oil." Uh, and there's there's a, there's several like tanker tracker accounts I follow on Twitter. You know, offloading stuff on shore to another tanker. Yeah, all sorts of wild stuff. So, Randy, I saw something about Kroger trying to renege on bonuses. <laughs> I did, too. Did you see this? Yeah. Like, they accidentally gave out a little too much to, you know, a lot of just store employees. And then we're like, hey, if you, if you don't mind, could we're, we're going to ask for some of that back. No, but not only ask for some of it back, ask for more back than we actually gave you in the first place. Well, that's tough. That's tough. It's not a good look for Kroger. You know, PR-wise, you let them keep it, and you figure it out. You you can't be asking people for for bonus money back. Can't do it. We've been getting a lot of reports of children uh, doing the gritty through TSA checkpoints. The gritty is an epidemic. I I don't hate the gritty yet, but I, I think we are at an epidemic level. I was on a, a Scottish ferry 
going from Aaron to uh, the Ayrshire coast. And uh, there was a group of about 10 or 12 youngsters, youths, you know, couldn't have been more than nine or 10 years old. They were, they were grittying all over the ship <laughs> from deck to deck. From, what you were know, the they, Scottish people? Th- well, I would love to know what the Scottish think of the gritty. I, I, you know, I, I just, I was like, wow, you know, this, I, I took a video of it. I sent it to, sent it to Freddie. I said, Hey, you know, even, even over here in Scotland, it's big. Yeah. So, uh, what else we got? Chuck Todd leaving meet the press. I know. Are you upset about this? That guy sucks. He's been a total lightweight ever since he came on the scene. And I think it's, it's a great thing that he's leaving. What was he known for? What's his rise? Like, where did Chuck like Todd the, come from? He was the White House correspondent, and then he just kind of, then Russert passed, and then they needed somebody, so they just slotted him in, and he's just such a lightweight. He's mm. he's just brutal. So, can't do it. Complete clown. Glad to see him exiting stage left. Um, saw a crazy story out of the mountaineering community. Uh, this, this Sherpa, like, basically, like, saved this you know, saved this Malaysian climber and was rescued or uh, rescued this Malaysian climber. Sherpa like basically carried his lifeless body for six hours. And then, and then the climber blocked him on Instagram. (laughs) What? Yeah. uh, Big, big uh, thread um, from Visakin Virasami on Twitter. It was fascinating. I would just search like Uh. Malaysian, climber sherpa on twitter sherpas are the real heroes pretty gutless i'm i'm kind of out on all like the everest bullshit like yeah at some point like that that's that's disgusting to me kind of fits into like some of the 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 titanic submersible stuff too i agree i agree like why you know and then and then all these people that like you know they're doing all this stuff and then they want the government to come save them you're preaching to the choir here, TC. You know, it's it's crazy. So yeah. this one, this is a highlight. It's kind of taking another turn today, but I guess Zuck, Zuck allegedly got choked unconscious during a jujitsu match. <laughs> um, but then he he he's denying it. He's saying that this is false. That they that they mistook effortful grunting for snoring. <laughs> Can you imagine sparring against Zuck in a jujitsu ju- <laughs> match? He's deep into it, man. Yeah, I guess I guess this, he and he and Musk are, are maybe going to fight. That's why I was. Is this the source of that? I I don't really. I, I haven't caught up on like where that beef is coming from. This is new. Yeah, this I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. That okay. just came out this morning. I haven't enough. Okay. I haven't enough time to to uh, you know do that. So. I feel like they should at least fight in the metaverse. I think that would be appropriate. Yeah. Get their half-body avatars going against each other. Who would you have, Zuck or Elon? That's a great question. In, in uh, a real life. Match. In a real life. How big's Elon? I feel like Elon's kind of pudgy. A little right? thick boy. Yeah, yeah. Zuck. You know, Zuck, Zuck. Um, <laughs> God, that's a tough one, TC. I honestly don't know. I'm trying to think who would just have, be a little bit more tenacious. I'm not sure I quite know the answer to that. I, I, I lean Zuck, I guess. 
That's kind of where I'm at too. Which is a wild thing to say. I think it would depend on how long they had to train for it as well. Yeah, I do too. You know, if it was tomorrow, maybe Elon, but if it was, or maybe Zuck, but if it was in like six months and Elon dedicated himself to it, yeah, I feel like Elon might have a better frame, you know? I think that's right. I think that's right. Zuck's got that just weirdo energy to him where like you get in a fight and you just, I wouldn't know. He, he could do something totally, you know, he's just a, he's an unreliable actor. Not yeah. saying Musk is like, super reliable himself yeah but i could just see zuck going like oh damn dude i didn't know like you know you tore my ear off i didn't i didn't know we were going there (laughs) you stuck your hand on my ass (laughs) yeah yeah you just don't know yeah um you got anything you've been watching listening to reading lately anything you want to shout out have seen a couple movies that are currently in theaters that I've I've enjoyed. You know, I'm not sure if they're going to win Oscars, but just like very enjoyable time at the movie. The first one is called "You Hurt My Feelings." It stars uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus, and the basic premise: she's she's in a marriage, and she's an author, and she overhears her husband talking to one of his friends, saying, "You know, I just don't really like." her new book and it just gets into like the little white lies that couples tell each other and why they do it and it's just i don't know it was just really fascinating you know it takes like such a small little thing and makes it like a really interesting examination i guess it's it's 90 minutes it's 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 just a fun movie like it's funny it's a little tense at times but I don't know. It's probably more of like on the rom-com side with a bit of tension. And then the other one, yeah. And then the other one I saw is uh, Past Lives. It's a Korean film, uh, a lot of subtitles. It's the story is about a Korean girl and a Korean boy who go to school together, kind of first love, you know, not really like boy, you know, they're young, but kind of boyfriend, girlfriend, and then the Korean girl's family immigrates to the United States and kind of over that span of 24 years, it just explores like, you know, what if, right? And all the different ways your life could go and, you know, reconnecting with somebody from your past. I don't know. Just kind of two thoughtful, interesting, fun nights out at the movie. Nice. I like it. Um. God, what else? You see the, the uh, Turner Classic Movies news? Your boy Zoslav is... is Zoslav, I know. Running roughshod. Yeah. I guess all the all the artsy bigwig people are very upset. I, I don't really watch Turner Classic Movies, but, you know, <laughs> true Zoolander sense, like, I'm glad it exists. It seems like a lot of people really like it. It, it feels like it'd be a shame if it went away. It's just It just kind of fits in with the... Like, now on Max... I saw a thread the other day just about how like HBO is just like they've they've basically added all this schlock into the HBO catalog. Yeah. So now you got to sift through like you know miles of bullshit to to get to you know the good yeah. stuff. The good and stuff that they do, right? And you know they're just it's like and like all this happened because your boy Randall Stevenson and the AT and T boys just like wanted to own HBO. Yeah. 
I know. And now we're in this mess. Another another good example of like monopolies and acquisitions. They're I feel like they're usually not great news for the consumer. The Atlantic had a really good piece on the CNN CEO just being a complete dipshit, that Chris Licht guy, which was great. That sounds delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know the story, but everything, the little bits and pieces, it, it truly seems delicious. I would, I would highly, highly recommend that one. It's, uh, okay. it was by uh, Tim. Tim Alberta is the uh, the author. Uh, fantastic. So, um, what else we got? You see, uh, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but Kalise or the milkshake brings my boys to the yard is dating Bill Murray. Yeah, it caught me off guard, TC. Some <laughs> things in life you're just not prepared for, and I think this was one of them. You have a line to Bill, don't you? Could could you ask Bill? I do. Yeah, I'll I'll try to I'll try to get a read on Bill. See what's up. But yeah, that was that was pretty jarring. And then uh in some personal news for you, the Skyline Chili CEO is retiring. Yes, and I I think the interim replacement TC is going to be former Cincinnati Reds GM and <laughs> executive Dick Williams is going to be going from running a baseball team to running Cincinnati's beloved chili operation. Unbelievable. What Very a world. strange. What a world indeed. Amazing what money gets you. Just incredible. <laughs> Skyline's killing uh, it, though. You know, they, they, they had a big controversy through COVID. They, they switched up their oyster cracker supplier. Really? Oh, people were pissed. Pissed, TC. So they've gone back. They've gone back to the... Uh, the, the traditional oyster cracker supplier and things things are pretty good right now in skyline land they opened a location at the cincinnati northern kentucky airport I saw that about which time is, yeah which is good news um so yeah yeah i, there, I just i think you know, there should be a montgomery in at the airport yeah i do too i do too that'd be a wonderful uh they could do like barbecue sandwiches you know yeah, if, if you got some time, get a rack of ribs. That would that would be good. The um, oyster crackers. I had a long discussion with Wolfie. Wolfie bought a bag of oyster crackers. We we're we we're sharing a house out in L.A. during the <laughs> during the U.S. Open, and uh, Wolfie came in, had a bag of oyster crackers under one of his arms, and I, you know, I said, <laughs> Wolfie, that's like the most Cincinnati thing I think I've ever seen <laughs> someone do. And then I and then we opened the bag and proceeded to eat like half of a bag of oyster crackers and we were talking about how important it is to have that little golden brown yeah crisp on them yes and and just the the hint of saltiness too yeah and and, they're, and they're kind really of making them snack. hollow as well like the more hollow they are the better yeah because there's like a real interest in like the texture yeah once, the once crunch you, yeah the the crunch and then the like the hollowness there's some you know, it's just interesting, kind of in your mouth. You get a, the saltiness. You know, you can grab them by the handful. Yeah, it's a great little snack. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I am with my Snyder's of Hanover pretzels as well. Like, I need, like, I wish they would bake them for another ninety seconds. Like, when I get that bag or that box that's that's a little bit more charred, I love it. Just that little extra crunch. And you're talking about the, the like the thicker, like the hard, hard pretzels. pretzels. Yeah, the yeah. ones that come in the box. Yeah. Those, uh, I can eat those. They're a little too much for me. Really? 
Yeah, yeah, they are. I I found a really good snack, uh, the Blue Diamond almonds with like a wasabi um, dusting on them. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good snack. I'm mega turned on to that. but Randy, you know how much how much water goes into those almonds, you know? Which is which is a fair point. Yeah, <laughs> I think my favorite pretzel snack are the pretzels filled with peanut butter. I can I see. I, I'm not a peanut butter guy. I love peanuts. I just don't like peanut butter. So. I eat way too. Much. I eat so much peanut butter. I think I'd be embarrassed if people knew how much peanut butter I ate. <laughs> That's how I'm with pretzels. Like if I ever yeah. had a gluten thing, I would like, I would, I would go into despair because I. Yeah. Like I eat so much bad, bad gluten. So, uh, what else we got? YSL. We got to talk YSL. There's a deputy working the courtroom who's arrested. Um, <laughs> my mom got called for for jury duty for like the Seriously? third time, and she said no. She like wrote him a long email. She's like, I'm, I want nothing to do with this case. I want nothing to do with. Like they can't, they can't find a jury pool for it. Nobody wants to work it. Are people just scared of like you know they're they're going to come after them or something? Yeah. Oh, for oh, sure. Man. That's not it's bad. Yeah. I was so thinking. This, I was thinking. Peg maybe wrote that she's been too biased by the trap draw coverage. She, well, that, she could that, be an impartial juror. That could be. That could be the case too. I know they seized one of the defense attorney's uh, laptops. Yeah. Um, you know, all sorts of stuff, you know, mm. illicit stuff being passed back and forth still, all that. So um, I just want everybody to know we're tracking the wildfires in Canada still. We're tracking the inflation down down in Argentina. So yeah. It's up over 100%. And uh, I, I get the sense, unfortunately, as a Florida resident, I get the sense that hurricane season is going to be absolutely popping off this year. I think you're right. What's the storm now? Brett? Right. Brett, yeah. yeah, Brett with one T. <laughs> a little early, yeah. It, it could be, it could be a big one. The temperatures out in the Atlantic, the ocean temperatures out in the Atlantic are crazy high this year. Relatively People always speaking. say Jacksonville, though. Jacksonville's like really well situated to kind we of. Are. They've been very fortunate to avoid the brunt of hurricanes. So I wish that I, I wish you continued kind of safe passage through hurricane season tc <laughs> thank you thank you uh yeah the gulf streams you know keeping us keeping us safe so uh let's do some sports sure would love to a lot, lot of things going on in the association big yeah well uh broke last night celtics traded marcus smart yeah. getting back Kristaps porzingis of course we have the draft tonight the the french freak is is going to go number one to the Spurs. I think there's a little intrigue about who the uh, Hornets are going to take, whether they go Brandon Miller, who's a wing from Alabama, or the Scoot Henderson, who played um, in the G League out of high school. Point guard, right? Yeah. I think I, I, I kind of am liking everything I've been reading about Scoot Henderson. I thought Miller was good, okay. I don't see him really being a, a high-level difference maker in the NBA, certainly not anytime soon. So I'd probably lean Henderson. But, yeah, that, that'll that be a fun night tonight. Kind of a fascinating juncture for Charlotte in general with Mike, with uh, MJ having sold his majority stake in the team and yeah. you know, them potentially. Like, like, what a 
bad GM he is. So horrible, horrible. <laughs> like, I know. You know, kind of charting a new course here. Uh, yeah. And then the Blazers could be in a fascinating spot if the if Charlotte does go with Brandon Miller. Then do they choose Scoot Henderson, and you can't really pair him with with Damian Lillard, right? Exactly. I think everybody's. You know, Lillard keeps saying he wants to stay in Portland, which then people are like, okay, well, is Portland going to trade the number three pick to get somebody to help right away? Are they going to take Henderson and try to trade Lillard? Nobody quite knows. I think if they do trade him, the Heat are, are going to be at the top of the list of people that would love him. It's it's going to be good. I, I think we'll see, you know, hopefully one or two moves tonight that, that might surprise us the, the kings my kings have been super quiet i i have no idea if they're looking to you know make a significant move or just take their draft pick and and kind of try to build slowly i, I don't know i don't know the wizards want to uh, all down uh, the wizards not getting any like them giving up first rounders to everybody in all these trades is crazy like the trade yeah. they made last night like giving up Porzingis and you know just dumping salary but then giving up two first rounders as well in the trade is is nuts like the celtics made out like bandits i think the wizards truly like the beal contract was so bad a new leadership group in there and they're like we just we literally just have to get these guys off the roster and start from scratch yeah like what's your take on uh what's your take on the suns Going, I don't going like more, the even fit. more all in. I yeah, think right? it's weird. Yeah, I, I really think it's weird. I, I think having Booker and Beal who kind of play the same position. Now people are saying, well, Booker can play point guard, but it's like the, the best argument I've heard against that is like, you want Booker but like, why? Yeah. yeah, you want Booker like trying to get shots for everybody else. Like he's the guy somebody should be getting shots for because he came on. He he played so well in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, it's weird. They're going to have like those three guys plus Aiton and then literally a bunch of guys just filler. You know, they're not going to yeah. be able to afford anybody. It's uh, it's interesting. I'll give them that. I I don't I wouldn't have done it, but I guess we'll see. Uh I thought I thought Marcus Smart going to Los Grizz is is perfect. They it's found a him a good fit. home. Yeah. 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 Um yeah. he I I really hope he brings like Jaw's going to be suspended twenty five games. It's a shame. Which, which, which I thought was light as well. Yeah, I know. Like I, know. I thought they were going to throw the book at him. The way they were talking, absolutely. Uh, but what I was going to say is like that. That group just needs somebody to come in and like actually teach them how to be adults and to go after things the right way. And I that absolutely could be Marcus Smart. I, I really which, like. Which you know, however long ago, that's such a funny thing. Exactly, that, like, Marcus yeah, Smart is like the adult in the room. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's I actually like, like the deal. Like they need to bring yeah. Zebo back. Like let Zebo yeah. Marcus kind of take everybody under their wing. Teach these young bucks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other thing I love about the Suns is the fact that uh, Isaiah Thomas yeah. is seemingly involved. <laughs> like that's so sick. That Ishbia would. Yeah, that he has yeah. Isaiah Thomas in his ear. Oh, that's concerning. It's, that, it's incredible. Yeah, that would be the most concerning thing if I were a Suns fan. I was talking with uh, um, Dr- so Draymond opted out of his player option at Golden State, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Golden State would like to bring him back, but I was texting our buddy Matt Bartnick, like the Pistons 
if I were the Pistons, I would just overpay for Draymond Green. Yeah, I, I know the contract wouldn't like just in terms of like spreadsheet value. We're probably not going to get the value we need from Draymond from his numbers and production. But that's a team that needs somebody like Draymond to come in and help radically shift the culture. They're a young team. They got some pieces. Yeah. Bring Draymond home to Michigan and kind of let him be the the leader of that. Let him do all the dirty shit and let yeah. you know, let Cade Cunningham and their other guy like because they've got so like they got Wiseman right. They got so many. They got Wiseman. Bigs. They got uh, Ivy. They got Cunningham. Will be back. They got whoever they're going to pick. I think they have the fifth pick tonight. But no, it's like nobody. They're not around anybody. It would be a true like Draymond come in and teach these guys what hard work means. Like teach yeah. them. Oh, you guys like want to be a playoff team? Here's what we got to do. We give know. them identity. We exactly. would harken back to the bad boy days. Yeah. Uh, all that. Yeah, I'm with you. I think. Uh, also, congrats to your Nugs. We haven't talked since the Nugs <laughs> won it all. Yeah, it was fun. Fun time here in the city. I think the city got into it. You saw a ton of Nug stuff. Uh, the bars were were very packed for all the games. I missed the parade. I had to go back to Ohio last weekend, uh, so I wasn't here for the, the parade through the city. But I'm just really happy for – I know this isn't like a strong take or anything, but Jokic is just such a fun, interesting guy. I, I'm just really happy to kind of see him get his due, see him get a championship. We get to like – hear and learn a little bit more about him it's a it's a good team like jamal murray easy guy to root for even aaron gordon who i never really thought much of you know he just didn't do much for me at all but he's like a great piece and i yeah easy team to root for you know they, they still slot behind my kings but certainly once the kings got eliminated enjoyed rooting for the nugs the fact that that Jokic didn't win mvp is a disgrace yeah, I think so too. And he went and proved it. I mean, he's right now he's the best player in the world. Yeah. Um, French Open. Joker, man. That was such a yeah. letdown, that semifinal between he and Alcaraz. I don't know if you got to see any of that. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't catch it. So Alcaraz, they traded sets. Good, um, good opening couple sets. They split, and then Alcaraz just started cramping. And he said it was like full body cramps. Like, literally his which that's that's the arm. difference that's what we we're talking about just the yeah. fitness level right yeah and really the the last couple sets weren't weren't competitive so that was major bummer Djokovic took care of uh Casper Rude in the final he's amazing he's, he's a machine yeah he's back uh I just hope we get though either at Wimbledon or the U.S. Open would be awesome we, we need that Jokovic Alcaraz match where both guys are fully fit and firing. Uh, Djokovic keeps stoking the Kosovo Serbia tension as well. <laughs> he does that's interesting. That's <laughs> just I, <laughs> that seems fraught, TC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're getting back to our uh, our days of Slobodan Milosevic and the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Uh, I need to fire up this this Tour de France uh, docu series on. I do Netflix. too. I know. I'm so excited. Is it kind of like a, lot a of full people, swing breakpoint type deal? Is that? It sounds is that like what it's it a lot better than. It sounds like it's much closer to like. It's got all the intrigue of of the F1 um, drive to survive, and it's yeah. like 
you know, constantly changing environment and the team element, you know, all this stuff versus, you know, some of the stuff that like the tour one and the tennis one didn't, didn't necessarily have. So very, very keen to watch that. uh, Yeah. Great idea to do it for the tour de France. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much like subject matter insider stuff and how the teams work and how the Peloton works and, you know, all the little mini subcategories within it and all that. I love it. So I think we start July first. Is that is that the opening stage? Uh, I believe so. Let's see. I think I just. I haven't even looked I'm at the look at quick. the uh, route this year. Twenty twenty three route. Let's see. Oh, we're starting in the Basque country in Spain, Bilbao. Yeah, they're God. They're really beating up the eastern France. Yeah, they're not going to uh, like last year. They were in the Netherlands. They're not doing anything up north this year. It's just no, they're not. interesting. So yeah, a lot in the uh lot in the Pyrenees to start it off and then a lot of uh Mont Blanc, Courcheval, a lot of Alp stuff. Hmm. Okay. July cool. July first to July twenty third. The tour makes me miss we, the commish, T C. We need to go to the tour we do. sometime. It's I know. on my bucket list. Would you be the guy? Would you like dress up like Captain America? What would, what would be know, your plan of so attack at the tour? Some of those guys are complete clowns that like run with them and like of course. get in the way and all that. I would never want to like be a danger to the riders themselves. I would feel right? awful. Can you imagine yeah. causing a huge yeah. wreck? Um, so I, you know, I would want to do something that gives them energy and gives them inspiration. Right, I'm not sure what that would be. <laughs> I don't know either, but I would love for you to give them an inspiration. I could see you you dressing up as a giant syringe. A syringe would be good. <laughs> uh, you know, one of my go tos would always be I could be like Abraham Lincoln. I don't know if that would be inspiring at all to him. A syringe would yeah, be some... fun though. <laughs> be great, you know, like a play on one of the teams. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I excited know. to watch this Netflix series. I, I'm going to dig into that. It's going to get me all yeah. all psyched for the uh, for the tour here in a couple of weeks. Uh, last thing I had was the uh, the Stephen F. Austin bowling team. Yeah, caught a little bit of this. Apparently, the the assistant coach who was married to the head coach was boinking uh, a person on the bowling team. Yeah, one of the better headlines I've ever gotten. I've ever seen uh, from the Lufkin Daily News. The headline is "Spare Relationship Causes Awkward Split," and the subheadline is "SFA Bo- Assistant Bowling Coach Out After Affair with Athlete." Just fantastic stuff there. Uh, yeah, it seems that there was quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of of dissension within this marriage. Yeah, um, but Sounds like some good I guess old jealousy. On behalf of the husband, you know, yeah, husband was was like a stay at home dad, and he, you know, he was upset because everything was falling to him, but he was also organizing all the practices. This, and he said he was kind of flouting. He was like, "Hey, like I like I knew it was kind of a no no, but there's no distinct rule saying it can't happen." Stephen Lemke said, "There's not a law saying that I'm going to go to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethics code, like we frown upon it. But there's no rule. There's no law broken. <laughs> no, so perfect relationship. 
He he just yeah. wasn't feeling valued at home, you know? I feel like that's a and tale as old as time, TC. He said, I was the stay-at-home dad for five years with the kids while Amber got to go off and coach the bowling team. When she'd get back, I'd run practices on top of taking care of the kids while she was back. When they'd travel again, I would sit back and take care of the kids. Then I got hired on, and she almost forced me to run practices. I was a volunteer for the entire time before that, trying to help out Amber. Once I got hired on, one thing stemmed from another. I felt like I was doing too much for what I was being valued at. So he started banging one of the players. For sure. Uh, (laughs) Would be fascinating what a bowling practice entails. Uh, And, you know, I guess she went through his phone. She's keeping her job. So she's a national title winning coach. Yeah. Huh. Are you are you team Amber or are you team Steve? I think they should both both get both get the axe. Mm. So uh what do we got coming up in Trap Draw World? I think next week TC, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to uh good question. I think next week we have Neil and Cody back for a booth session, uh, which is always great. And then the week after that we are going it's US Women's Open Week, but it's also gonna be the first week of Wimbledon. I'm hoping to Wimbledon. Talk, Wimbledon. 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 Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh I'm gonna to try to talk to Christopher Clary, the the author and tennis writer, kind of do a, a check in with tennis, Wimbledon Wimbledon preview. And then after that I know you guys are efforting another uh NFL owners episode. Yeah. What else? Um, we'll have a, uh, a surfing episode at some point. I'd yeah, like to do right. another coffee episode. People um, love the coffee. Uh, the coffee yeah, episode. Drew was was a delight. Got so much positive feedback. Go listen to that one. I think DJ and Neil ex- exploring just a year in time. I, I I heard a lot of great feedback for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's so. just. I think it's going to be. We're just going to keep. Being very eclectic on the trap draw. You and I will yeah. come back for a chop session. We promise we'll do some voicemails. Voicemails at some time. <laughs> uh, perhaps THG will join us to fill us in on you know what's going on in the the world of conspiracies. Right. right I'd love to get Wind Talker on. Wind Talker. Point. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then I, I think we'll probably up the cadence of some of the chop sessions as we get back into football season and yeah, and, yeah. You know things really develop uh through the fall it's so. just a, obviously it's a busy time with pro golf so we're we're trying to kind of piece together get through it and then yeah once once golf kind of simmers down it's football season and we got to get the band back together and and uh dive into that for sure so well uh yeah good stuff man tc enjoyed it enjoy catching up with you have a great time at the dude perfect show tonight and yeah let us know Pro THG, anti THG. We will. We are. We're just here to serve the listeners. So you guys let us know. And besides that, um, we'll see you in a few weeks here for another chop session. And uh, TC, I'll I'll see you out in Pebble in a couple weeks. Yeah, man. And you know what? In the meantime, go Reds, Randy. There we go. Go Reds. Do you, Do you think they they finish up under or above five hundred? I honestly, I mean, I'm I'm bought in. I think they finish above five hundred. I think I I really think the offense is legit. They they have a wonderful lineup. They need pitching. And so if they want to, they can go out and get some pieces. The the central <laughs> Maybe they, they trade one of their 
their 15 shortstop yeah. prospects. The NL Central's wide open. I, I really think it's there for the taking. I mean, yeah. being able to field a competitive team in Joey Votto's last season, Votto just came back. He homered in his first game. Like, I am so happy. Like I said, I apologize to Nick Kroll. I will never apologize to Phil Castellini, but I'm enjoying the hell out of this team. So I'm I'm all in. I'm optimistic. Awesome. Well, shout out to the Reds. Shout out to Blocky. Randy. Yeah. Be well. You too, TC. Until next time. Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who